You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Uh, this evening, uh, we've got a uh, surprise for you. Yeah, a surprise. And someone uh, that you are very awful with, uh, someone that you listen to quite often when he talks about health. He's our very own Yusuf Amali. Yeah, he's a talk show host. He's a herbalist, he's a market commentator, and he's well, well sought after by many, many media houses, alhamdulillah, for also his expertise in different topics. Yusuf uh, Mali and the uh, and all the listeners of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of the Ahl-Sunnah wal Jama'ah, let me welcome you all all with a hearty assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, bikulli hal. Kashafat, I say shukran to you for the opportunity to be with you this evening. Subhanallah, it is a beautiful evening. I hope you can say the same with your side. But otherwise, we in Cape Town, we are doing splendid. Shukran, Uncle Shafat. Absolutely, uh, Yusuf. Uh, the weather here is a uh, mashallah, and uh, you know you even add uh, to the impetus of a good weather when it uh, comes to good broadcasting. But alhamdulillah, you know, looking at uh, you know the differences in uh, the different types of ailments people have, the different different temperaments. But the sad part is when people are not well, and then you know it really affects the uh, physiology, it affects the uh, emotional, uh, uh, you know, well-being, and everything goes. Uh, pear shape. Not only that, it also affects the family members. Uh, your thoughts on that, uh, Yusuf? Yeah, Yusuf, uh, you muted. Uh, maybe you unmute yourself and uh, we could hear you. Your thoughts on that? MashaAllah, sugar, sugar for that. Yes, when we look at uh, the situation where many people are faced with, you see, I understand that uh, 90% of all um, ailments, uh, 90% of them, the cure is positivity. You can you cannot fight any condition if you are not positive. So that's where you ask Allah. You ask Allah for assistance. That's the first thing that you do. When you ask Allah, Allah will open up the doors for you. When all the doors are closed, Allah will open up windows for you. And if all the windows are open, subhanAllah, Allah will bring the house down for you. So subhanAllah, uh, if we put Allah first, Allah will make you first. So that's the first thing that we have to uh, uh, put in our niyyah is first speak to Allah and then ask oh Allah grant me the hidayah or grant me the assistance to make me and heal me so when when you ask Allah subhanallah somebody else will have that hidayah to help and assist you when you do ask them so it's literally when you do put your feelers out there and you say subhanallah who can help me I'm sitting with an ailment which I have gone to so many doctors so many different things and nobody can help me then subhanallah you know what I heard on Marqa Sahaba with Uncle Shafat uh, that gentleman spoke he spoke about diabetes and he spoke about something that will prevent uh, amputation subhanallah now it just shows you that uh, how beautiful the the cycle of allah is where you are putting it out there that you help and you need assistance subhanallah somebody else will say when they do hear your story they'll say subhanallah help is on your way just go uh, just be positive about it so therefore i would say is 90 percent of all ailments can be solved just with positivity it's all mind over matter as we know uncle shafat your thoughts 
Yeah, I think, uh, you know, you say it uh, beautifully, mind over matter. And I can visualize uh, that individual who has a very close uh, proximity with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that he's, uh, that he's on his musallah, uh, that he's close to his Quran. And, you know, when he follows the uh, sunnah manner of eating one-third food, one-third water, and one-third empty, you know, the air. And uh, perhaps uh, that type of individual will very rarely succumb to ill health, uh, Yusuf. Uh, subhanallah, Uncle Shafat, let me put it to you like this. Uh, if it is in, it's inevitable if you're supposed to get sick, you will get sick. That is, um, uh, they would say, is in your taqdeer. Um, it, or, or it's inevitable or it's your destiny. Uh, there's different ways of looking at it. So, subhanallah, even if you do eat correctly, if you have an inherited disease, it is by only um, uh, a miracle if you don't uh, fall to that same element. But therefore, you need to look at First thing first, eat correctly. And uh, you are rightfully uh, uh, saying that what is how the method and eating method is very, very important. So subhanAllah, even though we do follow that eating habit and uh, that eating method as prescribed by our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you will still fall sick. So it, uh, it is like a catch-22 situation. But that's why Allah has said in the Quran, for every ailment, there is a cure. Subhanallah. So when we look at uh, that uh, uh, that situation, even though if we do follow the the right path, Allah will bless us. And uh, if we do get sick, Allah will say, Subhanallah, do whatever is necessary so that you can repair and heal yourself because life uh, is important. That's why they they call that preservation of life. And that is the first arpan of of Islam is to preserve life. Life is important because it's a hadiyah given by Allah. Uncle Shafa, your thoughts? You know, my thoughts are absolutely, you know, life is given to by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then we read the, uh, you know, the, the stories of uh, Nabi Ali, uh, Nabi's alayhi salam. And, you know, you know about uh, Ayyub alayhi salam, uh, you know, having that illness and uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala eventually gives him a shifa. So it's all part of it. And, you know, uh, many people say you are what you eat. Now, how true is that? You know, the type of diet or type of food uh, that I eat, and it has a, an impact on my physiology and also my emotions. How true is that, Yusuf? That me put it like this, Uncle Shafa, that is 100% correct because that is what I preach and that is what I advocate and that is what I stand for. You are what you eat. If you eat healthy, if you eat correctly, if you eat nutritionally, subhanAllah, you can only expect to have a good life and good health if you eat good and eat well. So when you eat bad and eat toxic food, what do you expect? So um, therefore, when you have a dirty lifestyle and you're eating more saturated fat, and uh, uh, monosaturated uh, that is saturated fat, which isn't good for the body. We must look at uh, the fat which is healthy. You do get healthy fats, you get bad fats. So uh, looking at uh, uh, when we eat all the wrong foods, like your fried foods every every day, all that oil do uh, is a negative impact on the body. You have uh, different schools of thoughts. Uh, people have experts in different fields. Uh, uh, gastrointestinal uh, enterologists will say that, but you know what? You do have uh, uh, cholesterol is good. Yes, it is. Because 
if you um, consume uh, uh, cholesterol or should I say oils, the, like for example ghee, uh, good oils and uh, uh, olive oil and uh, sweet oil, different types of oils that you can um, do eat which is actually beneficial to the body, um, what happens? Your body then uses that oils and burns it up. So that's the process of um, where the body then uses, for example, for your eyes, for your brain, uh, it uses through a process of HDL. So it uses the HDL um, cholesterol from the body and then what's left, LDL. So that dirty oil then floats around the body and needs to get rid of. So many a time that uh, that compounds and builds up and that's when you get arterial sclerosis. Uh, but we'll talk about that a bit later. Uncle Shafat, your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. Whilst you're talking about that, I was thinking of, uh, you know, uh, nations that, that have uh, a lot of elderly people in the population that live uh, to a ripe old age, you know, some 70, uh, I mean, 80, 90, some up to 100. And a very, uh, if, if you look at those uh, people that uh, the Chinese population, you know, most of them uh, live to a ripe old age. What is it uh, that, uh, you know, is are they doing something right or are they eating, uh, exercising and uh, has it something to do with the diet uh, or, or, you know, can you advise us uh, what they're doing right, uh, Yusuf? Well, Uncle Jafat, uh, they're doing everything right um, if you talk about it. For example, um, when you look at uh, the diet, the staple diet is mushrooms and berries. And uh, when you look at what is the function function of mushrooms and berries, I mean, uh, we would think, subhanAllah, what's to eat fungus? If you look at the, uh, f- uh, um, um when you look at mushrooms, it's a fungus. So who wants to eat fungi? So I don't want to eat fungi. I want to eat real food. That's what be in people's minds and that's their mindset. Why would you want to eat berries? Because uh, that is what goats eat. Uh, why would we want to eat that? So subhanAllah, when we go into the understanding of the organics of uh, the fruits that is out there, uh, we understand what does it treat? What does it heal? What does? It, what's the function uh, when you do consume it? What's the benefit? So how it functions in your body, like for example, the mushrooms, um, it helps with immune therapy. Now, only now in science, people are discovering how immune therapy can literally rewrite genomes and uh, how you can write and alter people's DNA. But subhanAllah, we do that on a daily basis. We rewrite our DNA every time we eat healthy. Uh, You see, when we eat healthy, our body, you introduce your body to DNA-based organical um, uh, produce and ingredients. So your body recognizes what it eats. So immediately your body knows what to do with it. So it can fill and rewrite our DNA doing that. But now when you eat dirty and you eat filthy, your body don't know what you are putting in. So literally your your body has to rewrite a code for what you are eating. It's like the, uh, rewriting a barcode. So every time you eat filthy or dirty that your body doesn't recognize, it has to write a new, uh, um, a no-name brand barcode. Like for example, going to Checkers or going to uh, ShopRite, getting yourself a no-name brand. So literally when you are doing that to your body, you are writing a no-name brand. Uh, When you are eating healthy and organic, it immediately recognizes the label. It knows what it wants. It knows what it's getting. It's apples, it's pears, it's berries, it's mushrooms. Your body then immediately knows what to do and where to put that because that's part of the immune immune system's uh, ability. It has a unique ability to memorize everything from birth 
right up till the day you die. So everything in between, every second of the day, your immune system is working. So the most important um, uh, system in your body is the immune system. It's there when you are born and it's there when you die. It literally looks after you. So when you look at mushrooms and look at berries, it treats that uh, immune system. It gives that immune system that boost. It gives that immune, it also uh, grants the immune system the ability to uh, um, to create a hybrid system where you can uh, overarch various dysfunctions in your body. And that's so cool about uh, the immune system. And that is what uh, science uh, has baffled so, ma so many scientists. And uh, when you look at medicine, they look at uh, the immune system and they look at with wonder and say, wow, I want to get hold of that. I want to, that's the holy grail. We want to change that sequence. How can we do that? Well, they are doing it, and uh, that is now possible since 2013 with a new type of uh, um, uh, uh, technology called CRISPR. But, uh, but even though that technology is out there and they've been using it and trying it, they cannot get that perfection because, subhanAllah, that's, that's in Allah's uh, signature that they are busy with. When you talk about DNA sequence, it's Allah's signature. But when you use organics, automatically your body recognizes and says, but that is Allah's creation. I love that. I love the date. I love the zamzam. All those things which our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu have told us to use and how to use when you look at Tabi Nabawi, we understand that the body becomes more excited when you use those ingredients. And that's why, subhanAllah, it's very good to look at those things. Besides, when you look at, for example, as you mentioned, the Chinese living up to a ripe old age of over 100. There's villages in uh, in China where they have centenaries. Literally, you, uh, they call one another young if they're 101, uh, because most of them is 116 to 125. So subhanAllah, uh, isn't that something to look forward to? Uncle Shafa, your thoughts? Absolutely. Imagine a ripe old age and you can make ibadah to that uh, ripe old age and how much uh, Allah rewards you. And whilst you're talking, uh, Yusuf, again, you tickle my brains. And I thought about, uh, you know, what about that GM food, uh, those foods with tartrazin and a uh, few other additives? You know, what is it doing to our body? How is it killing it? You know, those excess sugar and so forth. All these things modify, uh, modified by man and, you know, uh, actually uh, what it does, it, uh, it tries and deceive our our biological, I mean, uh, 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 systems. Uh, what's your, your, your response on that, Yusuf? Uncle Shafat, uh, when we talk about um, genetically modified organisms, GMOs, uh, immediately I shudder. Because uh, when we think uh, that uh, man and its science is really thinking it's all powerful, it can change things according to how um, the, they prefer to make things. So when you look at genetically modified seeds, you have seeds that can be harvested throughout and be um, harvested and also cultivated throughout the year. So it's not um, a biannual seed, it's a perennial seed. So you can get it throughout the year. So literally uh, that has shown that it is more resilient against uh, different types of insects and uh, also um, has also uh, quite a, a good harvest if you look at it. But 
when you look at that and uh, we look at uh, the uh, those that is uh, seeds that are biological uh, you have farmers that have seen how uh, the the nutrition of that seed has lost was lost in its harvest uh, compared to that what is grown uh, biologically and organically they found that it is much more healthier much more sweeter much more beneficial but because gen genetically modified uh, organisms is being pushed by mainstream um, to as a method to feed the, feed the nations, to feed the public. So uh, people who prefer to have genetically modified, there that means it's readily available, always available, it's there. Those who prefer not, so it's, for example, you like your chicken when you are busy with uh, um, uh, uh, your crown-free chicken or and you have your chicken that is uh, uh, genetically modified the one you will have a enormous chicken always because it's genetically modified as the other one is a healthy chicken with more nutrition there is no byproducts there is no uh, carcinogens or anything to worry about where it might cause uh, side effects to you and your body um, that is again your ground fed or your free range chickens so when you look at the difference is the same when you're talking about uh, the seeds and you're talking about uh, um, the, the various different type of chemically altered uh, nutrition uh, if you're looking at from foods to beverages to uh, even uh, the way we're breathing now subhanallah is going to be changing so where we have a lot a world that's filled with the uh, uh, carbon monoxide and uh, uh, the carbon footprint is now so high in the in, in on the planet. We have altered even our. Uh, we look and try and get that uh, perfection uh, when we can't because literally everything has been genetically modified all around us, and now we're looking at genetically modifying human beings it's anything what thoughts yes uh, Yusuf uh, you know you talk about uh, GM foods and all these things or what it does to our system and you know uh, especially you know you, you find uh, our kids uh, that's uh, having uh, you know, they're hyperactive, they have all these uh, different types of cereals, and perhaps, you know, uh, focusing on the sugar intake, uh, if, uh, you know, you know, honey is uh, good for us, uh, there is cure in honey, excessive honey uh, that can uh, add to your high sugar levels, I want you to comment on that, also when you look at fruits like, uh, uh, say if I have a, a lot of pineapples that have a lot of sugar, uh, bananas, so what happens if an individual has excess of these types of uh, foods or these intakes? Uh, will it compromise their health? Yes, Uncle Shafat. When we look at uh, the natural sugars, and you're looking at uh, drink beverages with uh, high saturated uh, uh, sugars for the sodium or various different type of uh, chemical uh, treatments, uh, it does have a side effect on the body because uh, anything that is consumed that in high amounts will have an effect if it's natural or unnatural. But now when you look at the unnatural, uh, you then have four severe side effects. Uh, whereas when you're looking at natural, you will have just that specific disorder, which is like either you will have uh, too much energy, you will have, uh, uh, if you have 
too much sugars. Uh, we mentioned now the bananas, you mentioned the, um, the pineapple. Pineapple is now regarded as such a good fruit for COVID. So it's been utilized in uh, Australia as a uh, prophylaxic to help with COVID. So um, they're trying to make drugs now from pineapple. Now, it's good though we do know about the sugars you do have the so many benefits that you find in fruits and vegetables you see in fruit you have not only a cure but an antidote there isn't Allah amazing. Allah grants you the nutrition and we do look at the as you mentioned the honey. The honey is glucose, the different types of glucose that is uh, that is full of it. It's not just glucose. Fructose is ex extremely good for the body because the, that is part of the body. And that's so awesome that every part of your body requires energy. So, uh, therefore, uh, your blood, uh, it attaches to your blood via insulin. So, your body uh, does that in your liver, where it actually increases uh, and uh, connection with the glucose of all the food that you eat. So, it, it automatically sends it through your blood, uh, through all, to each and every cell throughout your body. So, it, it, uh, it enhances your body uh, just by looking at the glucose. But therefore, you have the good glucose and you have the bad glucose. Uh, honey is one of the good glucose. And when you look at honey, for example, you do have um, different varieties of honey, and then you also have the man-made honey, people that want to make honey out of syrup, and uh, which is the bad honey. And I've seen quite a few of them around, uh, that it was even on Carte Blanche, and uh, it was a, quite an expose about it, how people were making honey, um, those unscrupulous characters, because they know people love uh, sweet honey. They use sugar and vinegar, and they made their own honey. Subhanallah, astaghfirullah. Allah punished them for that, because... We look at uh, the benefits of the honey. Uh, it is so beautiful. And now you have that characters that do that. Subhanallah. Um, uh, as I said, Allah will punish them. But now when you look at uh, the benefits of the honey in itself, uh, we had one uh, um, uh, that was in 2015 that was revealed that uh, uh, when they opened up Tutankhamun's uh, uh, tomb, they found a vase of honey that was over 3,000 years old and it was still edible. Subhanallah, doesn't that call about preservation? Subhanallah, so it's a very good preservative when you talk about honey. So how you use honey is very important. There's a lot, a lot of things to talk about the honey, but that's a topic on its, on, on its own. Uncle Shafat, your thoughts. Absolutely. You know, I like how you said even uh, getting honey that's 5,000 years old. Uh, it must have been preserved in a certain way for it to be so powerful and uh, still be. Can honey go off? I mean, that's uh, perhaps an, uh, an important question to answer, Yusuf. Can it go off uh, if it's not uh, preserved uh, properly? 
Most definitely, uncle, most definitely. When you look at uh, um, honey, for example, if you if it's contaminated with water, um, then the bacteria do increase and it becomes fermented. Um, so you should not have honey near water in any way. Uh, so if you have honey that is stored uh, in a plastic jar and you see water molecules, for example, if it's in the sun and uh, um, it can ferment. Uh, you also have the issue if it's in the, the sun that it will um, become liquid. It will, uh, uh, from crystallization, when it's a solid, it will then become liquid. Uh, if it's too long in uh, in the sun, it will also uh, damage the honey. So uh, honey is best uh, preserved in a jar and inside a cool place where there is no sun, um, that's the best place to have uh, honey. So if you want to store honey, uh, uh, I think we should just uh, dig a hole in the ground at least uh, 3,000 meters down and then put it down there and preserve it. You know, in 3,000 years, you can come back again. The honey will still be fine. Uncle Shafan, your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. You're talking about 3,000 meters down. Yeah. And back in 3,000 years, Allahu Alam, yeah, the way we are going on, you know, mankind is uh, moving towards his own destruction. It seems as if, you know, all these wars taking place, modifying the food and modifying. Uh, the Shaitan promised that he will modify everything and it's happening right in front of us. It's time for us to uh, go to the marketplace and inshallah, we will continue with this fascinating discussion with uh, Yusuf Mali. You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, sir. Mashallah evening with uh, you. And I can tell you, I'm enjoying myself uh, with uh, Yusuf Mali uh, and, uh, you know, listening to all the alternative side of his hempology. He's given us a different dimension. And, uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, people eating healthily, uh, eating the berries and eating, you know, uh, but I think uh, the important thing in life is uh, eating everything in uh, moderation. And as uh, Yusuf alludes to the fact uh, that also Sunnah plays such an important role in our lives and as Muslims, inshallah, if we follow the pattern or the lifestyle shown to us by Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, then, you know, inshallah, we will have a healthy and a fruitful life also. Um, you know, as for me, yeah, I've been a big fan of, uh, you know, fruits and uh, maybe a lot of uh, uh, we, we did spoil it uh, by having fast food and uh, things like a uh, lot of soft drinks. I mean, no one told us uh, whilst we are growing up that if you're going to have uh, soft drinks and uh, things like that and pizzas and all these burgers that uh, later on it could affect you. But in the house of Islam also we have uh, the Ramadan coming through that cleanses us and also, you know, both physically and uh, spiritually. But in uh, herbology, yeah something else uh, inshallah we're learning more about it and uh, yes uh, Yusuf Mali really uh, is a fulfilling he's a mandator this evening on medical files and uh, he's doing it mashallah yes sir Yusuf put that into perspective you know uh, the uh, what is organic therapy and how is it uh, different uh, to western medicine or allopathy and uh, you know lots of lots of people are getting more into this type of uh, medicine you know getting into organic therapy and uh, you know, uh, maybe mainstream medicine, uh, perhaps people have tried it all or perhaps a lot of uh, negative uh, 
or negativity uh, surrounding uh, uh, pharmaceuticals, you know, some saying that uh, they are money-making machines and some saying that uh, they use uh, human beings as uh, uh, guinea pigs and so forth. Uh, perhaps uh, your thoughts on that, you know, because uh, you notice most of the people of uh, this uh, uh, generation are all moving towards more natural remedies. Uh, am I uh, over-exaggerating or perhaps I'm onto something there, Yusuf? Uncle Shafat, you're most definitely onto something there. Uh, when you look at uh, today's day and age, people are becoming more educated. They're looking at one another and saying, but why are you getting more sick? You've been using medication and you've been using it for quite a number of years, but every time I see you, you've got a new ailment. So what's happening? Then literally the people have to then say, but you know, I started off with one um, tablet, but now I've got up at least uh, 10, 20 different tablets in my uh, arsenal, uh, which you find in my treasure chest which I have to heal myself because I started off with hypertension, but now I have a heart disease. Uh, for now, I also have uh, problems in my legs. I've got cramps, I've got pains, I've got joint aches. All these things are happening now. Literally, um, that is what happens to the body. Now, when we look at the, the difference between the two, as a, a person that's uh, busy with herbology and uh, the study of herbs, and I love uh, uh, focusing on that. And when I look at medicine, it's uh, the study and understanding of poisons. For example, you have the different type of poison that uh, helps with different conditions. For example, if you're using um, uh, cyanide, you can use it for cancer. So therefore, it's being used in as a radiation uh, therapy in order to help people to radi uh, radiate and to get rid and eradicate the body of cancer. So it's a study of different types of poison. And if we look at uh, also when you're looking at pain, um, uh, you have your morphine and you have, uh, for example, readily available tramadol these are if you overdose on any medication you will die so that's the big difference whereas with herbs uh, if you overdose subhanallah you'll feel better uh, uh, and that's generally with my treatment and the, the herbs that I'm busy with. And uh, when I generalize that and I, I talk about my treatment, because you do have herbs that are dangerous. You do have herbs like mushrooms that can be fatal uh, if consumed incorrectly. You must know how to use it. So therefore, when I look at um, herbs, it's not and uh, the study of herbology. It's not just the conventional uh, strong herbs. You have the weaker herbs if blended correctly correctly, you can make yourself a nice uh, qualities that you can use, uh, not only externally, but internally as well. And that is what I profess as much as possible. And that is why people uh, are starting to connect now, as you said, to organics, because organics, it's from the dunya. Literally, you grow it in your garden, you can go to your garden, take it out and say, oh, wow, I've got a tulip. Um, what can I do with it? Uh, or you can take it out. Oh, I got a chamomile. What can I do with it? Literally, you can make yourself a nice tea. You can make yourself a nice uh, soup. Uh, this is things that uh, people literally can start feeding themselves healthy foods just by looking in the gardens. And that's why a lot of people are looking at organics. You're rightfully so, Uncle Shafa. Yeah, you know, then you make me think of uh, those people that are in very healthy habit of having stew. I mean, I wonder, you know, I think you should have that at least once a week, uh, a lovely stew with your radish, with your green beans, with your potatoes and uh, with the cauliflowers or whatever you have. You have your lovely stew, as uh, Yusuf talks about mushrooms, put that in also and have a lovely healthy stew. But what I was thinking about, Yusuf, when you're talking about uh, poisons and uh, what happens if you get stung by a wasp? or, you know, a spider bite, or God forbid, a snake bite. 
can herbology uh, cure? Uncle Shafat, most definitely, subhanAllah. Uh, there are various different uh, condiments in order to use. Uh, for example, if you understand the charcoal, uh, which is uh, just uh, uh, the burnt ashes of uh, coconut, or um, it, they, are, they have used it for hundreds of years in medicine uh, until recently, uh, where in order to pump out poison out of the body. So they look at how many ounces of poison you have taken, and they would actually multiply that by 10, and that's the amount of uh, uh, charcoal that they will... Uh, uh, pump into you or they will give you so that you can vomit. The purpose of getting rid of poison is to vomit. So if you've ingested it, it's best to vomit. If it stung you, uh, then you have to isolate it. And uh, that is, again, a different treatment for that as well. Um, and that's where honey also comes in because honey helps also get rid of uh, those swelling and that inflammation that is caused by uh, that uh, um, uh, that bite. So um, I have personally seen and helped and assisted uh, various people with uh, um, uh, bites and uh, uh, bruises uh, from both uh, either from toxic uh, um, uh, injection uh, where they had too much and uh, literally using organics in order to get rid of it. So personally, I've helped uh, uh, quite a number of people uh, who have been stung by a bee, but bitten by a spider and also ingested the wrong foods. Uncle Shafa, your thoughts? Well, uh, yes, a lot of uh, experience are coming through with uh, our use of Mali. And, uh, you know, perhaps I can hear them all shouting and asking me, hey, I'll ask Yusuf this question. Why did uh, he choose uh, herbology? Why did he choose it, Yusuf? Subhanallah, when we look back uh, at my, uh, from when I was at school, right? Uh, uh, biology was my favorite subject. Um, that's why I was a student on herbology and I started biology. And it was like literally natural for me to be, uh, to be in love with, uh, with nature. And uh, uh, it was a time after, uh, it was still in the trick that year, when uh, my uh, grand uncle uh, introduced herbalism to me uh, in, in such a way that uh, uh, my grandfather was sick. Um, uh, he had stomach cancer. And it was uh, uh, really a, a sad moment to see your, your, your grandfather, who's, uh, you know, the patriarch that everybody looks up to and seeing him withering away and dying. Um, but his cousin, uh, which was not far from us, uh, but his cousin literally came and would come and give him herbs. And I was thinking, what, what are they doing? What's he doing? And uh, one night, one day he called me and said, Yusuf, I know you like biology. You like plants. Come with me. Come in, uh, uh, assist me. And it was that moment in time. It was uh, an eye-opener How uh, to see how a person uses the different herbs in order to make something that will help and assist. Um, uh, well, at that time, the study, that study was very minute. Um, so it, uh, it, but it spurred my, my interest of wanting to learn, wanting to know more about what can herbs, what can herbs do, what can ordinary fruit do, what can we do. So from uh, the studying of first uh, the different herbs, uh, then it went into understanding of uh, Dutch medicine until I found out that Dutch medicine has more has a lot of alcohol in and.
that's when I decided, okay, that is enough. I'm not going to go into Dutch medicine anymore. And that was something I was advocating so much. And up to today, it is still a very good treatment. So, but it's it just because it is the different types of alcohol and the uh, type of alcohol that's being used. Uh, so that's why if you do use too much Dutch medicine, you will have a drunk moment. So on that note, let's just move away from there. So it's then when I decided to look focus or on all organic and it, it was uh, when I became sick, um, uh, I was involved um, uh, in a, quite a few incidences, uh, personal injuries. Uh, I, it's too many to mention, but uh, I was bedridden. Uh, that was in 2010. And uh, um, I couldn't move my arms and legs, and I, I was uh, uh, hospitalized. I was uh, I had to go for an operation, a neck operation, because I was wheelchair-bound. And uh, I had to then uh, take a lot of medication. And the medication made me extremely sick uh, in a sense that um, from uh, ulcerated colitis up to uh, I had a severe uh, cholesterol. My cholesterol went up to 24. Um, I had uh, two brushes with heart attacks uh, and that is inherited disease. So when I go back and see what I, uh, it was like an epiphany, a moment in saying, uh, okay, you've done what you could uh, via mod medicine. Let's go back and rewrite what needs to be done. And that's when I started uh, 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 dwindling away on uh, formulas uh, with herbs. What can I do to help me and heal me? So I helped myself with my lymphoma. I helped myself with my uh, um, colitis and uh, severe ulcerated stomach where even if I would breathe, be, breed, uh, uh, breedies, not even curry foods, breedies, I would actually uh, have severe ulcers and uh, acid reflux. So alhamdulillah, I have none of the above. I had severe boils because of uh, the lymphoma that I couldn't even put my arms down. It will be all under my arms to a point where I couldn't even uh, um, uh, push myself in my wheelchair. So, subhanAllah, I have, with my treatments that I have made for myself, I have now written a new type of uh, formula and uh, 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 treatment method in order to help myself. And doing so, I've then used that as a method to heal and help others. So when people came to me throughout the years, um, uh, it was first just herbs and then moving away to Dutch medicine. And from there, we went over to, uh, uh, to busy with uh, organics. And uh, when I talk about organics, I'm talking about everything in between. Islamic medicine, Af uh, Indian medicine, African medicine, Chinese medicine. It's uh, literally the study of all the different types of modalities of science. And that's what's so amazing. And that's so so awesome and that's why i love it love it so much uncle shafa your thoughts yes uh yusuf uh, your fascinating journey jazakallah for uh, sharing that with us and uh, perhaps a thought also comes to mind uh, you know do you only treat uh, adults or you go for the teenagers or even uh, uh, young babies you know teething problem and so forth you know, I know the Dutch medicine, I think they had Baba Seer and so forth. So, you know, people should be careful of the medicine like that. But uh, do you treat, uh, treat all ages, uh, Yusuf? Subhanallah, we put it to you like this. Um, uh, before, uh, with the Dutch medicine, everything, I would only be specializing adults. But when it came to organics, um, even female with fibroids that couldn't have children, assisted, assisting them to fall pregnant. And uh, uh, literally assisting them with my treatment during pregnancy and assisting them after pregnancy with lactation and also helping with baby 
if there was any problems. SubhanAllah. And none. Because when baby used the organics, they, the baby was even more healthier. Alhamdulillah. Uh, those, then there was those babies with yellow jaundice or uh, babies with uh, various dif- uh, with diphtheria and various different types of baby uh, conditioned ailments. And Alhamdulillah, the treatments that I've made is can be utilized in different formats. For example, the, the paste that I've made can be used by a baby uh, by putting it in their belly button. The belly button is still very active on a, on a baby. While the, this is until five years old. So you don't use uh, organics um, uh, by giving it through, uh, uh, ingesting it, but literally putting it in and putting it on the skin. And that most, uh, the best place is uh, the belly button. So that is what I would recommend, uh, especially for um, a newborn up to five years old. And after five, then we can look at the herbal waters that can be utilized by babies, uh, toddlers, and uh, the, those who are up to teenagers. So literally, I've treated from uh, before pre, uh, pre-pregnancy uh, right through to adults as old as uh, the oldest one I had was 97 years old and assisting uh, with uh, severe complications and inflammation in the body. So subhanAllah, um, um, a, a, a big uh, difference between a baby and, and a, an adult, but uh, there is different treatment methods and different styles of treatment for them. Uncle Shafa, your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely uh, brilliant there, Yusuf. And, you know, perhaps a question to pose here is, uh, what can herbology do uh, that you can't get at the pharmacy or at the GP? SubhanAllah, that's a very good question, Uncle Shafan. Because what is herbology? As I said, herbology is the study of herbs and the understanding of herbs. Whereas, um, and when you look look at herbs and you and you treat a patient or treat a client or treat somebody that is sick, you need to know the history. You don't just say that, okay, I just see your symptoms, uh, you have night sweats, okay, you need this medication. No, you need to understand how and why this person got sick. So when you have the total understanding of the person, now you'll be able to give them, okay, this is the right type of treatment for you because this herb won't have an, uh, you won't have an allergic reaction to it because you maybe have um, allergies to certain uh, fruits, certain vegetables, uh, certain nuts. Um, so you could have a uh, allergy. So understanding your allergy will be able to then provide uh, the proper treatment. Now with medicine, literally, uh, because the person has a elevated sugar level, they will give him metformin. Now, elevated sugar level, then uh, um, they will say, okay, we need to increase uh, uh, and give you insulin. Whereas when you look at herbology, you will say, okay, what do I put in my food? Um, do I uh, increase cinnamon? Because cinnamon helps, uh, is a very good insulin. Later, um, what what else can I use? Can I also use um, a bitter gourd? Hmm, very good. Uh, what else can I use? Uh, maybe I can use okra. Ah, brilliant. So you can make yourself a very good diabetic uh, meal. And that is, that's, that's so cool about herbology because herbology is you everything that you eat on a daily basis. That is herbology. But um, uh, when you are sick, that is when you go to the, uh, to the pharmacy because now you need something for your sickness that you have. But herbology is your everyday food. Uncle Shafa, I hope you understood, I understood the difference. No, Alhamdulillah, you're quite uh, clear on that. And, you know, as time is uh, on uh, at a premium for us, uh, you know, inflammation, you know, a lot of people complain, oh, my joints are inflamed or I got infl- inflammation on my sides here, yeah, my thyroids and all. Talk to us about inflammation, Yusuf. 
سبحان الله انكشفت ما سوري يو جست هاف تو ديليت ذات اوكي انكشفت فيري جود كويشن وي نيد تو جو انفلاميشن انفلاميشن از ذا بوديز ديفينس ميكانيزم اتس يور بوديز ميثود اوف ديفيندينغ اتسلف باي كوارنتينينغ ذا ذا سايت وي ايفر ذا از ميبي ان انتروجن Um, it, uh, intrusion could be uh, either by a pathogen like a virus or it can be parasitic or it can be uh, a toxin, it can be fungus, it can be these different types of uh, direct threats that the body uh, will encounter. Now, as I said a little bit earlier, your immune system is so awesome. It's there from the time you're born till the time you are di- till the, di- the day you die. So when you look at, your, uh, for example, uh, your immune system, it constantly Uh, is awake and alive to assist you throughout every day um, through breathing, through mm-hmm. touching, through, uh, um, through, through your interaction, your normal activity, your immune system is active and it will be able to recognize if there is a threat. And if it recognizes the threat, it knows what to do because maybe it encountered before. If it didn't encounter it before, it will study it. Now, that is when it then sends out the inflammation. Now, because it doesn't understand what is going on, so it sends out inflammation. Now, if it that is when it's a once of acute inflammation or acute uh, uh, disease, but when it becomes a chronic disease, it because the body cannot understand it, now it becomes permanent. And that is now becomes an issue for the body as well, because the inflammation that is there to protect the body has become the problem. As we have seen now with COVID, uh, the, uh, a lot of people will be able to understand that better, especially with COVID, because when the body gives an exaggerated response, it sends out too much inflammation, and the inflammation causes the cytokine storm. And that inflammation has now become the problem that is co- that causes the fatality in the person because too much inflammation in the body so when you look for example with arthritis that's inflammation when you have uh, uh, even in your heart you have pericarditis and myocarditis both is inflammation in the heart when you're looking at uh, uh, inflammation in the lungs you have bronchitis you have pneumonitis um, uh, you have asthma these are all different types of uh, inf- different types of inflammation so when you look at inflammation um, it is something that is there to protect you but it can if inevitably be the cause of your death that's why when you look at uh, uh, in today in the study and doing the analytics of death and the mortality you would find that 50% of all death is related to inflammation so if we can uh, cool down inflammation help the immune system to understand what the threat is you can immediately help your body heal better and that is uh, the my understanding and also my therapy in helping and assisting people uncle shivan Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For talking about inflammation, uh, so uh, wherever there is an inflammation, uh, it should be taken uh, seriously. And you know, people talk uh, so much about you know you having heart conditions and uh, this happens and that happens. Uh, take uh, they talk about having aspirin nearby, and it says aspirin, the benefits of as aspirin. You as a herbologist, so in herbology, uh, what's your thoughts on aspirin? Uh, you know, uh, to to thin your blood and to perhaps. Uh, save you from a stroke or a heart attack. Your thoughts, sir, Yusuf? Uncle Shafat, well, I'm uh, not for aspirin. Uh, 
I don't like aspirin. Aspirin is not good for your body because um, uh, if you take too much aspirin, you have a problem with uh, the liver. It will cause liver damage. Uh, they call that uh, heptotoxicity. It will increase the toxic levels in the blood. Um, and also because it will thin the, uh, the blood also too much, uh, you can also bleed out. So therefore, uh, you, if you, uh, you cannot take aspirin with certain foods as well. If you are taking it with uh, ginger, garlic, lemon, turmeric, apple cider vinegar, uh, cinnamon, uh, the list goes on and on uh, because uh, those are all blood thinners. That's organic blood thinners. So if you're consuming that in your food, you don't need the aspirin. But if you're taking the aspirin, you have to be very careful because aspirin is a killer. It can kill you uh, if you take too much. Uh, if you take the dosage is too strong, and uh, if you're taking it at the wrong time with the wrong type of uh, uh, condiment, uh, I meaning if you're taking it with a beverage uh, that maybe have a uh, will have a side effect. Those are all things that uh, us ordinary people don't understand. Uh, you need a, a scientist or a doctor to explain to you and say, look, yeah, when you take an aspirin, make sure you take it before meals. When you take an aspirin, do not take aspirins with a certain type of uh, beverages. Uh, stay away from Coke. Uh, stay away from uh, um, uh, the type of gas or soda drinks when you take an aspirin. When you take an aspirin, don't take it with certain types of foods. So that is now uh, the, what will be prescribed when you're taking the aspirin. But when you take, uh, for example, apple cider vinegar, or you take uh, turmeric and you take uh, um, uh, turmeric, cinnamon, and you make yourself a treatment to help you with, uh, for example, uh, sugar or sugar diabetes, uh, or to help you uh, unblock your arteries because you have uh, um, arteriosclerosis or you have a thickening of the arteries. So just using those condiments, uh, um, ingredients, you will immediately see that uh, your bloody flow is much more better. You have thinned the blood. Um, and also it helped you with other uh, uh, ailments that you are maybe having a hypertension because that's part of the reason why taking a blood thinner is to help you with hypertension. But uh, it only helps you with that specific condition. But when you take organics, it helps you not only with that, but also clears the path. It opens up the arteries. It makes you dilate better. So the blood flow is much more better. So that's the difference in understanding of uh, treating with herbology and treating with medicine. Uncle Shafa, your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely, Yusuf. I make a lot of sense also there. And yeah, people need to make an informed decision. You have it this evening with Yusuf Mali. Yusuf, we have about a minute and a half to go. Your parting words this evening. Yusuf, are you muted there? Uh, perhaps unmute and give us your parting words. I think I was talking to myself, yes. But subhanAllah, may Allah make it easy for each and everyone. Those who are, who are sick, those who are not doing well, may Allah grant them shifa. Uh, those who are um, in hospital, may Allah grant them a uh, uh, safe return to their family and loved ones, inshallah. I mean, those who are going for operations, may Allah make it easy upon them and guide the hands of the surgeon. Whatever happens, only do it with the qudratillah. May Allah make it easy for each and everyone. May you have a beautiful, awesome week. In, uh, uh, in time, inshallah. I mean, I say shukran for you, Uncle Shafat, for the opportunity to be with you on this uh, show. But uh, my parting word, immune system is very important. 
The immunotherapy is a type of a treatment that is being used now to fight cancer. It's the same treatment that can also be used to fight HIV and various different types of ailments and, uh, and conditions. So if you look after your immune system, it will look after you. So eat immune uh, beneficial foods. Uh, that's what is rich for the immune system. And inshallah, it will help you uh, not live longer, but live better. Inshallah, I mean, may Allah make it easy for each and everyone. Until we chat again soon, Uncle Shafat. Shukran for the opportunity. Have a wonderful night further. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ma assalama ila liqa. Wa alaikum salam to Yusuf Mali and a big jazakallah khair for him to uh, come on uh, medical files uh, this evening. Yes, sir, people, keep it locked on uh, to uh, Marcus Sahaba. We'll go for the Isha Azan and thereafter, pertinence uh, punctuated will be joining us.